found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. As we say hello to the month of December. Howdy. First day. Howdy, y'all. Say that can be your topic of the day. (laughs) You run into a stranger. What do you think? It's the first day of December. We're here already. (laughs) How'd that happen? Could always start that topic. Pretty cold out. Yeah. How about See, that wind? That one. See. And when it'd be windy tomorrow too. Oh boy. Someone made a comment about they said my coat yesterday. You're gonna need a different coat. I thought they were talking about it was windy and cold. No, it was you know, my representation of the Green Bay Packers. Ah. T- but see I misinterpreted and I said, Yeah, it's getting pretty cold. <laughs> It sure dawned, is, partner. Done, <laughs> on me. <laughs> they were talking about that, right? You know, so sometimes if you start a topic of discussion, you're lost. Yeah, and uh, you may not reply accordingly. Now, out of all the things on earth, see, you could do all kinds of things. You could still make the Guinness Book of World Records. You could. Yeah. Here's a fella from North Carolina. Okay. He has what he believes to be the world's largest collection of hot sauce. Really? Yeah. Vic Klenko started collecting hot sauce about 26 years ago. Now, what makes you decide to do that? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. He said... I just love hot sauce. (laughs) I just really love hot sauce. Put on everything. He said his collection... That's what he sounds like in my head. Okay, all right. So... Because he is from North Carolina. <clears throat> he says it totals about 11,000 bottles. Wow. Believed to be the largest collection of hot sauce in the world. I have nothing to compare. So to me, it's the world's largest hot sauce collection. How about that? He's been in contact with Guinness. Imagine they get the call. You imagine the guy manning the phone there. Oh, <laughs> Here's another loop. Guinness World Records. How can I help you? <laughs> I got the world's largest garlic and hot sauce. <laughs> hey, sir, we'll send you a form, fill that out, and have it back to us within 30 days. That's how the conversation goes. You couldn't possibly make a book anymore because world records are on this program alone. We report world records on a regular basis. Oh, they still make a book, do they? They 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 make a they make you much money they make on that. Some book. records are broken within a few weeks of each it other. It says it says the Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, they still make a book because it used to be an annual publication. Yeah, and I always wanted to get it because I wanted to see what's oh, being I broken. I checked it out all the time in the library. Ooh, look at that. So Guinness. Then, well, then you got mad. This is one from 1984. I don't want that one. What's the new one from '85? Oh, Matt. (laughs) So he's checking in to see if he can make his collection officially the largest in the world. He said he hopes the organization to uh, actually organize tasting events in the future. How about that? You like a little hot sauce. I do like a little hot sauce. You're not the guy who puts it on everything. I bought some hot sauce when I was in uh, Gatlinburg last time um, made from moonshine. Is that right? It has an interesting flavor to it. It's really good. And if you're hard up, you just drink it. It's not. <laughs> There's your aqua velvet. There's your hot sauce. 
Whoop alpha. Oh. You're having a party. You smell like 1987. Why? <laughs> Maybe a little high karate? Yeah, there you go. That was the worst smelling stuff. Here's uh, some escape pigs. Okay. They were foraging on a playground at an elementary school in Oklahoma. Can you imagine if they were out there when the kids were at recess? Gosh. The principal at Barnes Elementary posted a Facebook live video to the school's page as she and some animal control officers attempted to round up the loose swine. One male and eight female pigs broke through a nearby fence and they were found grazing on the school's playground. <laughs> she said the owner of the animals brought a trailer to recapture them. The pigs were safely rounded up, but the school is now looking to deal with some damage to its grounds. Oh, no. you got eight pigs out there, and you can see the big ruts they've made. Yeah. Oh, they're snorting all over the place. <laughs> they're snorting. <sighs> Need to grab one so you can go find... Uh, What's those things called? Oh, um, truffles. Truffles, yeah. yeah. See, you take one of those pigs and you'd be a truffle hunter. There you go. That's a profession I ought to pursue after retirement. <laughs> Hunting for truffles, get myself a pig. There you go. Forage through the woods. You and Elmer, you could be out there. <laughs> <laughs> what a lucrative business. <laughs> you could make tens of dollars. Now, surely if they can find truffles. Are truffles even a thing around here? Like, can no, I don't find? think so. I mean, I'm not around here. Right? It's a special. I'd have to move. Yeah, you would. Okay. Isn't it a French thing? When you have to I think so. I'd, I'd have to. Yeah. Wee wee. Wee wee at Montreal. But see, you could, you know, <laughs> make truffle money. Now, if they can find truffles, surely they could find money. mushrooms. Yeah, I'm making truffle money. <laughs> I'd send, you, Ooh, okay. I'd send you a postcard. Yeah. Me and him sitting there, there together. You, go. you and Elmer out in the fields of France. We made 12. <laughs> we made 12 euros today. It was great. It's like $4 US. Sweet. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, yes. you can do that. You can use your, your newfound truffle money. Okay. Go on eBay. Okay. Do a search for high karate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they and, still uh, have it. You can still buy some. Here's a. <laughs> here's a. Uh, uh, 1969 high karate <laughs> gift collection cologne. Ninety nine dollars. Wow, that's a bargain. Vintage, Leeming high karate cologne, new in box, four ounces. It's rare. Seventy bucks. That's obtainable. That's uh, you know pretty reasonable. I think you should uh, look into that when you get truffle money. <laughs> Truffles. <laughs> but that's what they use pigs. Yeah. And I don't know how you train them. You know, but uh, you've, I, it'd be like a dog. Now, surely couldn't you, with the way dogs sense stuff, pigs, whatever the case is, couldn't you find one that could just mell out? Like morel mushrooms, so I could go out in the woods. Okay, mm. make my money, and there you go. All my money's made in the spring. 
Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Three solid weeks of me and Elmer <laughs> finding tons of morel mushrooms. So here you go. Okay. Today, there are a few dozen farms across the U.S. All right. that are cultivating truffles. Many are in predictably forested corners of California, right. Oregon, okay. Washington, Idaho, and North Carolina. All right. So you can be in North Carolina with the hot sauce guy. And we could go looking together. Yeah. Make a few bucks. You, Vic, and Elmer. <laughs> buy, <laughs> buy some high karate. There you go. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials? I don't. That was Trying before... To. That was before my time. Okay, because it was, you know, they'd have a guy out there and he'd be doing, you know. What was the one that's the. Uh, thanks, I needed that. <laughs> thanks, I needed that. And it was that. a couple of slaps across the face with cologne. Thanks, I needed that. <laughs> Who was that? I, that that was rings Men and Skin Bracer? That was Aqua Velva. Aqua Velva. There yeah. you go. Thanks. I needed that. I needed that. Or skin bracer. <laughs> All the great smells of yesteryear. Bye, Menon. <laughs> see, see you tonight. Hey, alone. In. Remember the canoe commercial? No. There was a there was a cologne called Canoe. Right. All right. Right. I don't remember the commercial. See, see you tonight. Hey, alone. In. Now. <laughs> As you can tell, I was a kid that uh, soaked up jingles sure. and commercials. Sure. That's the business I'm in. Yep. What else was the Old Spice, of course. You always had the whistling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe they didn't hire you to do it. We need to yell out. Bring him in. <laughs> All right, it's six thirty-two. Okay, we got some hero animals. Oh, in our news. In fact, a couple of them. Plus a story pertaining to emus. <laughs> Today's an animal day. I guess so. For us, I guess so. So we'll uh, squeeze in a couple of minutes, and we'll be back with more tidbits. This is tidbits. <laughs> It's a brand new uh, month. It December. Is. It is. Is here. We've got Matthew with a new toy now. He can, can I can I with. say Merry Christmas? Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. There you go. And this edition of Tidbits is being brought to you by Men and Skin Bracer. <laughs> here you go. All right, here we go. All right. What is this? A sleepwalking conference? Take a laugh, you jazz. Come on, kid. He was in a boxing match. Skin bracer. Braces the morning one. That was an old one. Skin tightener and chin chillers work like a cold slap in the face. Thanks, I needed that. There you go. Then you had uh All right, here we go. That was the uh Matt still has his gadget. What else what else do you want to hear? What else you got? Well, I got some. All right, you play it, and I'll, I'll see if I can identify it before they... All right. I mean, it's still... Oh, that's the same. Okay. I needed that. Something to scream your face. Thanks. I needed that. Something to They really ran with this whole... Oh, yeah. You got to stay with it. I needed that. 
something to tell me to tighten <laughs> Listen to that music. your face and help get you going. Thanks. I needed that. You're not finished shaving till you use Skin Bracer Aftershave. After every shave, it has what your face needs. Skin Bracer. By Menon. There we go. By Menon. You get that part that in for yourself. All right. There you go. Now tell me if you want to do something again. All right. Because that's your own little department now. <laughs> okay, so. This takes me back. I used to do this all the time back in my when I was in my own studio. <laughs> I could add all this so stuff. So we've got that for you. It's now. a whole new, it's a whole new thing. So Animal Heroes is our uh, category now. Okay. Here's a dog in Wichita, Kansas. Saved his owner by waking him up when their house caught fire. Tyler Revel, the man who was napping attributes his safety to his dog, Monroe. Revel had fallen asleep while watching football. While he was asleep, a fire broke out. My gosh. Monroe, a six-year-old pit bull, woke up Revel by latching onto his arm and chewing it off at the shoulder. (laughs) 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 Why are you chewing my arm off, dog? Oh, house is on fire. Thanks, buddy. It jumped onto the bed and started crying for him to wake up. Once awake, Revel saw a cloud of smoke and barely made it out. The flames were spreading throughout the house. He said that without Monroe's whimpers, Mm. he would not have woken up and or made it out of the burning home alive. Wow. He also has a cat named Boo. (laughs) Who did nothing. Firefighters are yet to locate Boo. (laughs) Oh, no. So... So Monroe didn't give a crap about Boo. <laughs> okay. The uh, man's family's created a PayPal relief fund for Revel to help with recovery expenses. Wow. So, And now we've got a hero golden retriever. Artemis. <laughs> a golden retriever from Folsom, Louisiana, helped bring its family back together after its two youngest members went missing. Wow. The Golden Retriever assisted a community-wide search and rescue crew in finding sisters Abigail and Cecilia Berg after they wandered into the woods. According to their mother, Mary, Artemis heard people coming and started barking, making it much easier to find them. Mom says he even growled at the police after first uh, because he was protecting the babies. The missing sisters, seven and four, were found after a four-hour search of the area and about three to 400 yards away from their home. So they weren't that terribly far, but uh, again, you can't find them. Wow. According to the American Kennel Club, the AKC, Mm -hmm. golden retrievers are strong in adapting to any situation. Any. Any. Situation. And they got a picture of him and the girls, and uh, they all look like they're just wonderful. What a good story. How about that? Good animal rescues. That's awesome. <clears throat> so we've had the pigs. We've had the dogs. So why the kids wander into the woods? Well. Do they not read nursery rhymes? Do they not read, like, fairy tales? They don't go wandering into okay. the woods. If you're seven and four, you're four, you know you're just going to do whatever the seven does. For sure. Okay. For sure. So that's how, you know, you end up there. Maybe the seven was trying to lose the four. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, sissy. Let's <laughs> follow me. And we've got the emus. Kalamazoo County Sheriff's deputies help round up six emus that were on the loose yesterday. 
Now, we had the poor story of the bad demise for the kangaroo. We still don't know what happened. We just know things didn't come out the way they hoped in finding the kangaroo in Carroll County. You recall that? Yes, yeah. These emus are up in Michigan. Hmm. A spring-loaded gate blew open from the wind that Mm -hmm. let them out. There they go. They're out there selling insurance fast as they can. With Doug. <laughs> Them and Doug are running all over. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Nearly an hour later, Duck. deputies said the emus were secured hmm. and the owner had been found. A body camera video from the sheriff's office shows a deputy and the emus' owners trying to wrangle the men with sticks. Sticks. And animal calls. Animal calls? Look it up on your, uh, your device. Okay. Emu sound. All right, here we okay, go. Here we go. Right, right. See, now you can be very helpful with your sound effects. You got it? Um, Emu sound and call. Here we go. Here we go. Put it up. It's up. Ready? Oh, that sounds good. That was not. Here we are. All right. (laughs) They sound like a drum. Okay. Let me try another one here. Here, I got this one. Okay, all right. (laughs) You probably had 1920s jungle effects, and this probably is a drum. All right. Now, that's far different. Yeah. (laughs) That's very different. So I never knew how yeah, many, I, I, didn't I never either, knew. But it's it's for sure a... It's kind of froggish. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. There you go. See, now we've got all kinds of elements exactly. that can be added to this program. Oh boy. With Matthew's ability to add sound. <laughs> I've missed this so much. All right, here we go. All right. This will be our final story. Okay. A new study yes. finds that a third of those surveyed claim that the most festive person they know is themselves. (laughs) I am the embodiment of Christmas. 74% agree that prepping Uh, for the holiday season puts them in a good mood. Sure. From last-minute shopping to wrapping. However, the holidays can be a lot to keep up with, Mm. leaving 40% struggling to keep themselves energized during the season. On average, people put 30 hours of work into holiday chores, like planning, wrapping presents, or shoveling snow. Uh, now, what's that got to do with it? You don't know you're going to have snow, all right? 65% agree that keeping up with the holiday season takes a lot of energy. And another 60% share that they, they are busier during the holidays than any other time of the year. Said in effect for you, you've been very busy. Been super busy. Super busy. You've put lights in places they've not been before. That's true. At your home. That is true. And now that we're in December, we're kicking off a whole, gosh, like my, my daughter's in swing choir. Okay. So they have, I can't remember how many performances they have. It's a lot this month because okay. people will, you know. Hey, bring the swing choir to our blah, blah, blah. There you, you go. Know, and yeah. it's, which is cool. 
Uh, the kids love it, but it's just it's a lot. And between that and the children's choir, so we have a we're going to Indy this this week, and they're singing at the State House and the Arts no Garden. Kidding. And wow, um, they do that every year. So that's fantastic. Every yeah, every year they we do that. So that's a full day thing Saturday. You know, I'll say yeah. Well, that's great though. And then we have the uh, the Christmas performances coming up for school choirs. No. And then the children's choir. My goodness. Yeah. So. So it will be a very it's, busy It's month. super busy. Now she's, does she have her license yet? Yeah. Or, yeah. So she does have her license. Yeah. Okay. So on local activities, she can. It was kind of great last night. She and her brother <laughs> went to, went to youth group and it gets over at like nine. So it's like they can drive themselves home. It's pretty great. There you go. It's pretty great. Do you feel that she's a good driver? I do actually. Okay. I really do. Okay. She's um, we've we've taught her well, and she's learned well. All right. So okay, yeah. So she's good behind the wheel. Yeah, she really all is. Right. She really is. And it does help with all the activities they're involved with. Mm-hmm. How long till he drives? Um, he's <laughs> in eighth grade. Okay, so it's getting there. Won't be long. Yeah, I mean, he's fourteen now. Okay. So. Uh, by the way, half of Americans think there's not enough time in the holiday season to do everything they want. 52% try to fit in as many festive activities as possible. Now, what kind of festive activities are there? Okay. Right, so, give me some Give me some. Stuff. So you have, all right, let's say you want to spend a day making cookies and decorating. Okay. All right, so you got that. All right. Let's say you want to spend an evening or, or a whole day just watching some Christmas movies. Okay. There's that. All right. Let's say you want to... You know, outside of your regular family get-together, just yeah. have a friend get-together. Okay. Have some friends over. Yeah. Put on your, your nice shirt and ties and have a cocktail party, you know, like the old like the old days. We did that one year. We did that one At year. At your house. It was great. We had a good time. Um, what else? Oh, let's say you want to, you know, just get in the car, drive around, and look at lights. There you go. There's that. that. Yeah. I guess you do have, you know. You can participate in various activities. You know, volunteers are always needed. For sure. You're right. That's another thing. Yeah. You know, let's say that you want to go ring ring the bell for yeah. the Salvation They Army. always could use bell ringers. There's, there's you that. Can do that. All kinds of things. See, you Plus, uh, you know, like, they, like shopping and yeah, just decorating your own house. and Brought new life. Uh, new, a brand new light to the activities brought from you, Matthew. Thank you. See, I am the most festive person that I know. Okay. <laughs> now, we don't have time for all this, but um, yeah. couches says the average sofa has seen 311 arguments. <laughs> okay. 316 drink spills. 286 makeup sessions. Mm. 401 naps. 8,508 hours of TV. <laughs> Jeez. 269 times men sleeping after a fight with their significant other or a drunken night out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave my rear. 537 film screenings, 346 lost remotes, hmm. 269 nights as mentioned, 8,000 plus hours of TV, 65 kids scribbles. If you got a cat, you might have that too. Yeah. Cat scratches. That's true. Got to sharpen those claws on that brand new brand new couch 
Are you trying to? Well, I'm just looking. You have 311 yeah. arguments. Now, arguments. But only 286 makeups. So you still have, you know, several. You stay angry. Just, you're just mad. You're just mad. I didn't... Get off this couch. <laughs> Not to mention you throw in another 269 nights after an argument. So it's like. The life of a couch. I guess so. So there you go, Matt. All right. Some tidbits on this Thursday. Okay. We'll do it again tomorrow and wrap up the week. It's Friday. I am. I'll see you then. Merry Christmas, buddy. All right, thanks. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.